Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. Welcome, everyone. Hope you're all having a good day. I just thought I'd jump on the group quite spontaneously to create a live to give some content about the new budget and what it means for you. And Mike has very kindly donated his time. We're going to speak on Rishi Sunak's impending budget changes, which are going to apply in the new tax year, if I'm correct, Mike. Uh, most things, some things actually forward planned, but yeah. Most oh, there you go. I've yeah. learned something already. Mike is an absolute fountain of knowledge. He's on the group if anybody's interested. His name is Mike Brown. He's always dishing out knowledge on tax and accountancy and things like that. It's super interesting. And I thought, who better to speak on the budget than Mike himself? So very privileged to have Mike here today. Hope you're good, Mike. And if you're, if you're happy, I'm just going to jump straight in with some questions, Mike. Yeah, absolutely, James. Cool, 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 cool. So first of all, what I was interested, and I'm sure lots of other people will be in a similar boat to me, what, what I was interested to know, what is like a brief, concise summary of the most important changes? Because surely there's going to be a lot of information out there and you'll, have, you'll know what's relevant better than any of us will. So I'm just curious to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, I mean, our budget summary is 16 pages long. We've got maybe 10 or so minutes to cover this. So wow. we're going to fly through some things. And this is just the summary. You can see what the detail <laughs> Wow. Um, I've also condensed that down into, into a, a short what, A4 kind of size. So things that are relevant for dentists only. So let's crack straight on. We're going to start with sole traders. Okay. So not incorporated businesses. Well, individuals, let's call it actually. Um, and the main change there is historically, government has increased tax bans. Um, at minimum with inflation, okay? Um, because as your income increases with inflation, um, you would expect tax bans to increase with inflation because if they don't, your take-home is going to go down, okay? You're going to have less cash because your, your taxes are artificially going up. Uh, well, yeah, so what's historically happened is, is the personal allowance has increased. Uh, it's increased quite significantly over the last five years, um, it's now at £12,500. So everyone can earn, not everyone, uh, if you earn under £100,000, you can, you can earn £12,500 tax-free this tax year. That is going up. It's going up by 70 quid next tax year. Okay, so from 5th of April. Um, but then it's going to be frozen for the next five tax years, I think, for well, up to 2026. Okay. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah. The, the effect is, assuming that the practice you work at um, has inflationary increases to their sales, which normally most practices would, um, or you have an inflationary increase to your associate contract, the effect will be that your takeover will go down, okay? The HMRC will work that because there's no, there's no inflationary increase to those tax bans. Same thing applies to the higher rate of tax, okay? 50,000 pounds of um, earnings you could earn uh, at, at the 
at the basic rate, assuming again you weren't over 100k, um, that's going up to 50,270 uh, pounds. So there's a small increase in the in the basic rate band of tax, but again, that's then going to be frozen at uh, for the next four or five tax years. What was that figure again? The bas- the basic rates increasing too. <clears throat> so spot- yeah, let's. So the personal allowance is going to 12,570. Then the next 37,700 pounds will be taxed at 20%. Okay, James. So what that means is you can earn 50,270 pounds and not pay the higher rate band of tax. Right, got you. Okay. Now that changes, and this has been around for years, that changes if if you earn over 100,000 pounds. And this is where tax gets excruciating excruciatingly painful for higher earners when you earn over 100k you start losing that personal allowance that 12 and a half thousand pounds of tax-free income um so actually in that bracket you pay 60 percent tax effective rate okay um add on national insurance and student loan if you still got a student loan actually you're paying away 71p to the pound wow. 29p to the pound wow yeah. and that that can be a good idea to get into a separate round about that territory for a lot of people private pension contributions or limited companies yeah absolutely yeah, two, yeah, two, yeah. two great plans there for for mitigating that um so yeah that's the, that's the main one for for individuals um i think we're just skip over into the next bit which is your self-employment income support scheme okay um very very useful for um any individuals earning under fifty thousand pounds now that takes the majority of full-time dentists out of the equation um but you know you younger dentists especially those that have just finished their fd year may have actually crept into that into that bracket now the fourth and the fifth scheme have been announced um, the main change is the first, second and third were based on 18, 19 tax returns. OK, the fourth and the fifth are based on 1920 tax returns. So any FDs that were well, any new new associates that, that qualify, finish their FD year, let me get the year right, in uh, set in August 19, historically would not have got this grant. Now they may get this grant. Oh, I see. Okay. It's worth seven and a half grand for the fourth, and it's worth seven and a half grand for the fifth. So it's potentially worth 15 grand um, to, to, to the dentist. Worthwhile checking if you're eligible. If you are eligible because the numbers work, that's the first step. The second step is to um, think about whether coronavirus is still financially affecting you and whether you have reduced demand due to coronavirus. You look at fallow times for dentists, you look at the fact that an ageing population probably aren't turning up to dental practices that, that, that often. You probably can tick those boxes, um, but you do need to think specifically to, to, to your personal circumstances. As with all of this, very, very important, specific to you. Don't rely on my information right now because I don't know the individual dentist's circumstances. Just quickly on the fifth grant, there is a um, there is a an income um, threshold. So they want you to declare that if your income has dropped by thirty percent or more, you will get the full grant. If it's dropped by thirty percent or less, you will only get thirty percent 
of that fifth grant. So it's caused a bit more confusion. There's a bit more um, calculations that need to go on. You, you Again, you need to ideally be speaking to your accountant, making sure they're, they're your best friend at this moment in time to make sure they're checking whether you're allowed it and you can claim it. Super interesting stuff. That's really cool. Uh, I didn't know half of that, and I'm sure that will be very relevant to a lot of people. And can we... Go, go on, go if you've got a question, I was just going to say there's more. There's, there's still more that I want to cover on the overall oh, no. update. By all, by all means, by all means, mate. Sorry, I thought you were finished. Yeah. The no, no, no. There's still, still, <laughs> still a few more. Quickly for awesome. employers, those practice owners and employ people, coronavirus job, uh, uh, job retention scheme has been ex- extended to September. There's a lot of memes out there that say, well, the, the country goes back to normal in June. The support schemes extended to September. What's going on here? Doesn't quite add up. Uh, who knows? Um, there's a, there's apprentice schemes and trainees traineeship schemes available, so you can get grants if you've got nurses perhaps going through training programs. There's maybe maybe one to three grand that you can claim there. Um, and there's also yeah worthwhile looking into a lot of, a lot of dent, dental practices ignore that. So um, definitely worthwhile. See if you can get your hands on that. And there is another loan scheme. So anyone that needs a cash injection um, from the bank, they should be able to get their hands on a bit more cash from the bank. Yes, via a loan, so it is repayable, but it is um, backed by the government up to 80% of that loan, which will just allow the banks to uh, hopefully quickly lend rather than going through stringent uh, credit checks. Then we jump into corporation tax. Okay, those trading as limited companies. Um this is massive. This is probably the biggest change of the budget. Um, there's three things, well, two things that I really want to cover and then a throwaway comment at the end. Corporation tax rates going from 19% to 25%. Okay, it's not coming in until 23, 24. So you don't need to worry about it until April 23. But um, it's a massive jump from 19 to 25%. Okay, again, things are a bit more confusing. Um, historically, 19% doesn't matter if a company earns one pound or five million pounds. It's 19%. With um, the CT right now, there's a small profits exemption. So if your profits are under 50,000 pounds, you pay 19%. If your profits are over 250,000 pounds, you pay 25%. If your profits are between the two, you pay somewhere between the two, the devil's in the detail. They haven't announced exactly how it works yet, so we're still not sure. But I imagine it, well, it definitely will be somewhere between the two. They'll probably push it towards a higher end if they can. Um, One step further with that, if you have associated companies, say you're an associate trading as a limited company and you have a property company for your property portfolio, they will look at one they, they will count those as two connected companies and therefore you're more they will divide the 250,000 pound limit by two so you're going to pay more tax in that in that example 125 grand in each it's gets getting very confusing you need to take advice if that's in your uh, if that's your circumstances good news on the other side of it this yes please super... let's hear some good news let's hear some good news <laughs> this super deduction Okay, I've called it a super deduction. Um, It's from April this year to March 2023. 
So it coincides with the increase of taxes we just talked about. It finishes when the increase of taxes come in. It means anyone that's investing in equipment, in refurbishment of practices, in uh, any capital allowances, we believe, still the eye and the detail still to be, be uh, unveiled, but you will be able to deduct 130% of the cost of that equipment. Put that into layman's terms, you spend 50 grand on doing up a practice, a surgery, and you actually deduct £65,000 from your taxes, okay, 130%. And therefore, you pay less tax in the next two years. The theory is quite simple. The theory is um, let's, let's try and get companies to invest now to make businesses better now. And then let's tax tax them higher in two years' time. Tax relief now, higher taxes two years' time. Okay, it costs the government now, but then we get more taxes in, obviously, we, the government gets more taxes um, from 23, 24. Real quick, guys, I've put together a special report for dentists entitled The Seven Costly and Potentially Disastrous Mistakes that dentists make whenever it comes to their finances. Most of the time, dentists are going through these issues and they don't even necessarily realize that they're happening until they have their eyes opened. And that is the purpose of this report. You can go ahead and receive your free report by heading on over to www.dentistuinvest.com forward slash podcast report. Or alternatively, you can download it using the link in the description. This report details these seven most common issues. However, most importantly, it also shows you how to fix them. Really looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Wow, I don't remember there ever being so many wholesale changes in a budget, but I guess it's unprecedented times. Or is this is this common in your experience? Uh, no, I mean I'd say this one's because of the the uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic. I think there's a lot more going on now than definitely than historic. Um, uh, definitely. When we talked, um, and, was, was, was there more you wanted to add to that? Then? Well, I, just, more, I was just going to say, super I, interesting. I, I don't think we're there yet. I think next year there'll be more, more probably negative uh, impacts on taxes. The Tories uh, announced a few years ago they wouldn't increase income tax for individuals. They haven't. They wouldn't increase VAT. Uh, they haven't. They wouldn't increase, uh, I don't know if they said CGT. Anyway, they, they haven't. They have stuck to their manifesto of a few years ago. That ends soon so it may well be that they 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 look at maybe some increases next year Um, there's there's stamp duty exemption still going on there's a new mortgage scheme for five percent by uh five percent deposit holders cgt james your viewers will be pleased to to hear hasn't changed that twelve thousand three hundred pounds exemption remains and will remain yeah so those with crypto and investments outside ISAs, um, you can still play the game to make sure you're not paying CGT on uh, on any gains that you make. Um, there's, there's loads more, but um, I think we've covered the main ones. That's awesome. Thank you so much. That was a great summary. I have another question here. It was on start dates, but we kind of we just answered that somewhat, I suppose. So the official start date of the new budget is, of course, uh, early April. So that would be uh, the, the new tax year, rather, is early April. Is it April the 6th, Mike? The 6th of April is the, is the day the new tax year begins, yeah. Yes, correct. And then, but I believe a lot of those changes that you spoke about 
there's about 10 different changes and they've got about 20 different start dates there, but you summarize them very nicely. <laughs> you summarize it very nicely. There's a lot of them, and it sounds like they aren't even set in stone really a lot of them at this point. Yeah, I mean, the CT, the corporation taxes will will happen, um, but the, the eye in the detail of the marginal relief isn't announced yet. Um, the personal allowance freezes are frozen and they are uh, guaranteed to stay the same until I think 25, 26. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the case. I've got it all written down here. Somewhere. Yeah, fair it's, enough. Um, uh, yeah, 25, 26, the, 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 the personal tax bans will be frozen too. So, yeah, um, it's not simple. As I mentioned, there's a 16-page document here of our budget summary. <laughs> um, it, we can't condense it into, into 10, 20 minutes, but uh, we've hit the main one for dentists, that's for sure. If, if anyone wants a copy, uh, you know, feel free to ask me. I'll ping it over to them. Cool. Is the worst yet to come then in terms of taxation increases? Do you see this as the tip of the iceberg and the government are going to come with their hand out even further down the line? I would expect so. I, I would imagine that, um, yes, there's more to come. Um, the, the increase in corporation tax is, um, is, is quite large. Okay, would we'll still be one of the lowest corporation tax rates in the big G7 countries. Um, why it was quite surprising is because corporation tax inspires large employers, okay, um, and therefore you don't want to annoy them because we want we don't want unemployment. But um, us being one of still one of the lowest in G seven is is still reason for them to remain and, and invest in our country. Um, but yeah, no increases in personal tax rates probably could be looked at at some point next year, the next budget perhaps, but we don't know until we get there. Cool. Fair enough. And can you, I know that you've done a really good job of summarizing the general changes. If you were to pick out some of the most relevant ones to dentists, what would those be? What were those ones that would directly affect us the most? Definitely the ones we've talked about. So yeah, yeah, in that summary, I really did um, focus on on dentists anyway and removed a lot of the stuff that that doesn't matter. Um, You know, there's VAT exemptions for for hospitality. We haven't looked at that. There's uh, a lot going on. It is the personal allowance freeze. It's the corporation tax and the super deduction. Um, And yeah, the the employment, the uh, self-employment government uh, support scheme. Cool. Mike is way ahead of me on that one. Awesome, Mike. Thank you so much. And (laughs) there are, why can we, this is the best bit. This is the kicker, okay? We've got all these changes. Apart from the, I know that you mentioned grants and things like that. Any other ways that we can take advantage of them that are unique to dentists? Well, there's an interesting question that was poised on the group yesterday or the day before that seemed to get quite a lot of responses. Um, so for if we look at an associate dentist or a principal, okay, you have the right of, on how you structure your business. Um, there's an issue with NHS pensions and limited companies, and that's why a lot of dentists will remain sole traders. Okay, that the, the ability to split your business into an NHS sole trader and a limited company for your private. And I want to really reiterate anyone that's read that thread, you need to take advice specific to your circumstances, but um, there is the ability to save a significant amount of tax by looking at something like that, okay? Um, okay, it's more complex, 
you have two businesses, you need to jump through some hoops to set it up correctly. Don't bodge it. I've seen it firsthand where dentists have come to me and they've said, oh, I've been doing this for years, but actually they haven't. They've been, you know, really not doing it correctly. Um, if you've got a lower earning spouse, if you've got plans to invest in dental practices, grow grow other businesses and, and really uh, are quite motivated and ambitious that way, then potentially looking at that will will save you a significant amount of tax. Cool. So, yeah, that was in the detail, I think, really, as you say, and maybe worth just getting your accountant involved past a certain point. Okay, Mike, is there anything else you'd like to say just to wrap up and conclude? I thought that was wonderful, really helpful today. No, I mean, maybe to just conclude, IR35 for dentists, um, it's a big, big topic. Um, I would be really interested to hear from any of your um, your members if any of the corporates are um, not are suggesting they can no longer trade as a limited company. Um, it looks at uh, employment status of a dentist. Okay, is 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 a dental associate employed or self-employed? Um, and it's really going to probably come into fruition in the next few months as to drilling down to make sure that associate is remains self-employed. Um, in my opinion, that's the best answer for all of you because taxes are better uh, and your uh, autonomy, autonomy, autonomy whilst you're working is, is better. So that's probably a final point just to, to leave with, with your members. Um, and if anyone has any further questions on that, come back to me. Cool. No problem. Actually, Mike, we've got some questions here, some cute uh, that people have just typed in the chat box. So if you have a few moments, we could even answer some of those. Yeah, absolutely. Super, super quick. There's only two or three here. Uh, Suleiman Saka says, good morning, James and Mike. Good morning, Suleiman. Hope you're well. Thanks for morning. joining us. Vivek uh, has said, um, is this for self-employed or limited companies? It's hard to know. The trouble is, Vivek, there's a bit of a lag between us talking and the questions. So it's hard to know exactly what you're referring to there. Uh, because of the timeline, Vivek, if you're happy to make that more clear in the questions box, we'll be happy to answer that. Sherry has said, uh, again, another one that's kind of referring to something we were talking about. Good news for solo traders or limited companies or both. Um, hard to know exactly what you're referring to, Sherry, but I think overall, well, there's, there's some caveats, really. I don't know if it's necessarily good news for either, really. This budget, is it, Mike? No. Not really. The, 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 the freeze in, in personal taxes isn't, it's not negative really. It is negative. It's not a huge yeah. negative. Okay. They could have increased 20% up, 40% up. They haven't. So I'd say that's probably yeah. a, a lower negative, a, a better negative than corporation tax, where corporation tax was, was pretty, pretty negative for those trading as limited companies, unless they're lower earned. Cool. No problem. Uh, Vinek. Vivek has typed another question. Oh, it's, it's really just kind of added something to the conversation. You can apply for bounce back loans if you have a business account, including those who have a current account and trading as a sole trader through that current account. Does that make sense, Mike? And is that something that you've heard of? Yeah, so any businesses can apply for bounce back loans. Uh, a lot of the banks were defining businesses as having a business bank account. Okay, that's not a, a, a true definition of being a business but that's the, what the banks use and that's that's their choice and um, so if you're a sole trade dentist a dentist trading is a limited company you could potentially get a bounce back loan from your bank and um, it's not percent interest for 12 months then it's two and a half percent interest thereafter so um yeah potential to get cash injection there 
Cool, cool, cool. Fair enough. Peter has asked, will this be available afterwards on the group? Yes, Peter, as soon as I uh, stop this live, Facebook processes it for about 30 minutes and then it's live. Uh, Sherry has said, oh, hang on, Vivek has said, I've forgotten what I wanted to ask. No worries, Vivek. Hopefully we've given you uh, enough information in that uh, live to make it worth your while. Sherry has said, the good news was about buying equipment. Yes, that is true. That is true. The good, there is some good news, I suppose, Sherry. You're quite right. And the yeah. 130% uh, claiming back uh, is also quite good. And Vivek has just snuck one question in there just before the final whistle. Can hygienists be classed as self-employed? Good question. I don't know. Can they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say the majority of hygienists are self-employed. Again, it looks at the, the legal contract or the working arrangements between the hygienist and the, and the practice. Um, it all goes down to who controls the hygienist, who tells them when to work, are they working using their own equipment or not, um, can they work at other practices. So there's a lot of considerations into it. I would argue from both the, uh, maybe not from the hygienist side, but from the practice side, they want hygienists to be self-employed because it's cheaper from taxes but from the hygienist side it's a bit bit to and to and fro so the hygienist may want self-employment because they have ability to work at other practices and they have a bit more freedom and they have a bit more clever tax uh, uh, expenses they can claim to reduce their taxes on the other side the hygienist may want to be employed because they get holiday pay sick pay uh, protection against redundancy um, and it's a uh, a guaranteed income every single month. So pros and cons of both. Cool, fair enough. There's some question, other questions sneaking in here. I wanted to keep this live really bite-sized, uh, guys. So if you want to ask Mike any questions, he is available on the group. Yeah. His name is Mike Bryan. We're going to wrap up now. Mike, so, thank you so much for giving up your Saturday morning to come and talk to us. And I think there was a lot of really Your valuable information in there for this. Just... Just one throwaway comment, James, sorry. Um, totally, anyone, totally, yeah, let's hear it. Anyone thinking, with a limited company, thinking of investing in a, a, a hybrid car should do it before the end of the month because the rules change and it will be electric only after the end of the month, okay? So that there's quite a big change in, in tax allowances for hybrid cars. Um, I forgot to mention that. It's, it's, it's quite cliff edge. It's quite time, time important. And a bit cool. Great stuff. Okay, thank you so much, Mike. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great Saturday. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.